0: Three, two, one. What's up, everyone? Another episode. Gang, gang, we out here. So it's been uh, a, an eventful Wednesday. And by eventful, I mean uh, it was my last day of uni for the semester, which I'm happy about. So it's Wednesday the 6th of June, 2018. That is true. It, today was my last class that I have to go to for the rest of the semester. Next week is a week of studying for me. And I have a philosophy assignment to do. And then I have my three exams the week after that. And then I'm done for a bit. So looking forward to that. Uh, I got a few things I have got to do for the rest of the week. Um, I have to, sorry, I got a bit of a sore throat. So for him, uh, if you hear me swallowing way too bad, like way too loudly into the mic, uh, that is what it is because I got a sore throat. And, you know, I got that kind of phlegmy feeling in my throat, but we persist. We'll persist through it. Basically, for the rest of the week, I uh, just got two more workouts to hit, or three. Oh, actually, shit. I have every single... I uh, have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so four more workouts to hit. Uh, once again, no coaching on Saturday because it's the Queen's birthday weekend, which uh, I feel like we have five Queen's birthday weekends every year, uh, so I have no fucking idea when it actually is. It's like Easter. Like, when the fuck is Easter? Um, but irrespective of that... It's another week off, I guess. Uh, so there's a public holiday, I think on Monday it is. Basically, what I need to do this weekend, the fucking priority for me this weekend is firstly, get some study under my belt uh, to take the pressure off as I get further in. And secondly, I need to buy some new clothes. And by new cl- by buying new clothes, I mean... I need like three new pairs of trainers. Like, I'm someone who... I'll talk about it in a few minutes about why I wear the same outfit every day, but basically I'm the kind of person, like I literally live in my trainers. I tra- I, I go to the gym in my trainers. I go walking in my trainers, like when I walk my dog, over go for a walk in my trainers. I go to uni in my trainers. I coach in my trainers. I literally, I wear like running shoes for absolutely every activity that I do. So there's really no need for me to have anything else. Um, if I come across like a sixty pair of Converse,s I might buy them just because I reckon they look all right. But other than that, I don't like. In terms of lifting shoes, I have my Romaleos for squatting. I deadlift in bare feet or in socks. I don't actually go, you know, caveman style bare feet, uh, super Samoan style. But I go, I just wear socks. Speaking of that, um, I pulled a pulled a PR deadlift yesterday. Um, not the heaviest weight, but. Uh, for how I was feeling, I probably was feeling about a six out of 10. Um, and I was just fucking, I don't know why I was just frustrated. I was angry. So I was like, shit, I don't know what my PR is on deadlifts. Uh, by PR, I mean personal record. I just thought, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just have a go at it. Uh, got up to 220, 220 kilos and pulled that locked it out. Well, um, the form actually felt good. I didn't feel any stress on my lower back at all. I might've had a slight, um, pronation of my shoulder blades. So my upper back might've rounded slightly, but definitely not enough for me to feel it. Um, no, not enough for me to feel like it could have led to an injury. Uh, so I probably left about five kilos on the bar there. And when you look at it, you know, I guess, um, you know, 200, 220 kilos, isn't that heavy, but I'm, I'm still quite proud of it. You know, I think, Um, if I can get up to 240 by the end of the year, I'll be pretty stoked with that. And like the end end goal is 300 kilos. Like if I can deadlift 300 kilos one day, you know, I don't care if that's when I'm 25 or 45, like that's just the end goal is 300 kilos. So if I can get there, that will be cool. Um, but I was really stoked with that pool yesterday. It helped me leave the gym in a positive mindset. uh, And that was really good to get in. But if you guys have any recommend, if you're listening to this right now and you have any recommendations about like what kind of trainers I should wear, if any of you have wide feet, in terms of what kind of trainers I should wear for a good price, so I'm looking at 150 bucks or lower, where to buy them from, uh, and I'm also looking for some some track suits as well, and I'm not talking like factory track suits, I'm talking like more sportswear, more thing like more athletic wear. Mostly it's going to be Nike or Adidas or it's going to be actual sports gear, not like um, like fluffy pants you wear with Ugg boots. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, So that's what I'm kind of looking for. If you can, like if you guys know of places, if you've had experience with that, I'd appreciate it. You can email me, fhendersonfoley at gmail.com. Uh, there's no spaces in that. Sorry, in the F Henderson Foley, there's no spaces in that. No capitals, no hyphen, nothing. Just fhendersonfoley at gmail.com and by at I mean the actual at symbol for email you know that of course Uh, so moving on swiftly basically I don't want to touch on it too much because I like to try and be uh as uplifting as I possibly can and as I hate the word positive because it's just much overused cliche bullshit there is Uh, but I try to be as as not as much of a debbie downer as I should be Um, but I've had a look at this, and to be honest, I just can't. I can't fucking understand it. So we have two bits of rugby news today. Um, the first one is that New South Wales, uh, I'm on rugby.com.au right now. It says New South Wales to field two NRC teams in 2018. So they're dropping the Greater Sydney Rams. Really, This honestly just doesn't make any sense to me. That's It's disappointing because, to be honest, we shouldn't. I promise you there's enough good rugby players in New South Wales to field three NRC teams. We shouldn't need to drop one. Uh, It's just disappointing, you know. But at the end of the day, (sighs) Rugby Australia, if they don't know already, they really need to start pushing money into the game because at the end of the day, it's not going going anywhere uh, in terms of... It's nowhere near where it should be. So... You know, that's that's sort of what I'm saying right now. I think it should be definitely three teams, like without a doubt. Say there's 11 shoot shield teams because Penrith dropped out. Then add in maybe a couple of New South Wales country players to, you know, if they're good enough, put them in. But in my eyes, like you need to also um, sort of show that that pathway, like the unconventional pathway is also a way of making it. You know, so the... New South Wales country. Also, if people play subbies and they if they're good enough, put them in. If they're not, then fuck them. Don't leave. You don't have to put them in. But I think you know that'd be really positive if we could actually see, you know, a New South Wales country player, uh, someone who plays rugby on the Central Coast or the Central West or um, up, you know, the Central North, wherever the a lot of Centrals. But wherever the fuck they play, Far North Coast. Illawarra, it'd be really good to see them there and also maybe some, a subbies player or two uh, in terms of, by the way, subbies, Um, I know there's a lot of guys who aren't too, um, f- I guess, focused on rugby right now. It, rugby, in terms of how it all works, basically, there's a shoot shield clubs, which is like Sydney Uni, North, Gordon, Randwick, Manly, etc. Um, then you've got your subbies clubs, which is basically like the other, it's the smaller clubs, so like more of your local footy clubs, um, that's real grassroots, like real grassroots footy is subbies. Um, and then in, and then obviously you've got like your country footy. So that's like, you know, Central Coast clubs like or Rimba, Woi Woi, etc. cetera. Uh, and then there's clubs obviously exactly like that in the Central North, Far North Coast, Illawarra, etc you know it'd be good to see those guys in there and also just one of the I'm not talking too much about this but because I play hooker I guess I do have some kind of um some kind of interest in it uh the headline is Latu named as Ulysses Wallaby's replacement uh I'm just going to read this I'll read this straight out of the thing Latu hasn't started a super rugby game since round 15 2017 and was out of favour in the test fold last season, with questions around his fitness and attitude, but those have seemingly been addressed. The 25-year-old has played just four times for the Waratahs this season, coming off the bench in the last three Super Rugby rounds and showing some positive form for New South Wales. Um, so basically, he has been the third-picked the third picked hooker in, um, in New South Wales this year for the Waratahs. Fuck, man. If there's one guy who I really feel for this year in terms of who should be playing for the Wallabies and isn't, it's Damian Fitzpatrick. You know, I don't know if you listened to my um my Super Rugby preview at the beginning of the year. I said that Damian Fitzpatrick was going to be a deal breaker for the Waratahs this year. He started every single game. He's been in very solid form, like not setting the world on fire, but consistent seven, eight, um, out of 10 performances, you know, really solid, hits his lineouts, makes tackles, doesn't really make mistakes to be honest. Um, and it's just, I uh, feel for that guy, man. Like how much more do you need to do? Be consistent every week. You know, as a rugby player, it's like those things that you think are going to be repaid, you know, consistency, you know, good attitude, things like that. Consistency, good attitude, performing at a high level, are going to be repaid, and Tolu Latu has been completely inconsistent. He was dropped because of fitness and a poor attitude, but fuck it, you know. He's literally played no Super Rugby. He's played Shoot Shield, and I'm not saying Shoot Shield isn't a higher level, but, you know, everyone's always talking about this hierarchy we've got, you know, the club rugby, then NRC, then Super Rugby, then World Rugby. You know, you need to follow the process. Otherwise, the process is undermined, and you can just play wherever the fuck you want. Um, but you know, we'll move on from that. It's completely, it's not that important. Um, it's not that important at all, but, uh, it's just one of those things that is disappointing. You know, I think it's, you know, fair play to him. Like this is absolutely, when, when I, by the way, when I say shit on this podcast, I'm by no means like criticizing these blokes as individuals as and as people, you know, I'm, that's not at all what it is. What it is, is it's just me. Um, my, I guess it is subjective because there's no objective way of looking at this. There's no data I can look at, but it's my subjective opinion on them as rugby players, not as individuals, um, simply from what I'm seeing as performances. And that's just, uh, they're just my opinions and they're not, um, that important. Uh, state of origin is tonight. Um, I'll give a quick tip. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't even watch state of origin. Uh, just because I get to bed pretty early, and uh, it doesn't start till like eight thirty, so uh, I try to get into bed pretty early. I get i I try to be asleep by about nine forty five, um, but i so that means I go to bed at about nine. So I'm gonna go Queensland by two because fuck it, I'd like to see New South Wales win, but I think Queensland are going to win by going to win by two, and um, I don't know if you can hear the rain outside. It's been absolutely torrential uh hopefully i can actually take my dog for a walk tonight because normally we you know take her for a walk twice a day recently we've been once a day uh which has left her really um you know energetic she's just bouncing around and she wants she wants that damn walk so hopefully we'll be able to get one in it's not meant to rain tonight so other than that speaking of the rain uh yesterday coaching was an absolute Fucking shit show. Like it wasn't a shit show. It was good fun. But like I uh, just didn't get through as much as we wanted to. But at the end of the day, we don't have a game this weekend, so it's all right. Just have a bit more fun this week, bit of bonding. What was real I don't know, man, it was just awesome. Like we had we sort of did um we watched a Richie McCaw video and you know, they're 13, so like shit, Richie McCaw's the greatest of all time, which he is. Um but they were just, you know, you know, I can say it and the other bloke I coach with can um can say it, but at the end of the day, you know when these kids are really impressionable by people they admire, um, and a lot of them haven't seen me play rugby. Like a lot of the older guys, will like will listen to me straight away because they have seen me play, and I guess they admire how I go about it. Um, and I'm not trying to put myself over there, but they say it like they'll say shit like, "Oh, Fiona, like I really admire how you play." Uh, they don't say it like that because that sounds like a 75 year old would say it. But you get you get where I'm putting. You know exactly what I'm saying. I'm just uh, having struggle. I'm struggling to articulate my thoughts right now. <laughs> Fucking hell, what a struggle. Um, but we were, so we watched this video with Richard McCaw in it. Then we went outside and we just played touch uh, touch footy in the rain on the AstroTurf. And just to see, I swear, man, in, like I'm, it's mostly adults listening to this, but fuck, it makes you just miss those good old days of being like 12, 13, 14 where it wasn't about selection. It wasn't about making rep teams. It wasn't about, you know, fucking earning a living or going to uni. It was literally about showing up and just just playing a game with your best mates. And you went home and the fucking food was on the table and, you know, your clothes were clean and you went to school every day and you just bullshitted in class and had a laugh with the teachers. Uh, And it just... You know, I'm not saying they were the best times, but they were easier times. There's, there's no, there's no doubting it. They were easier times. Oh mate, just took a sip of that fucking. What are these called? Kirk's, Kirk's. It's sugar free. Kirk's sugar free lemon squash. Jesus Christ, it's the good shit. So good, man. If you're not on that. If you're looking for a sugar-free soft drink to drink, this fucking Kirk's lemon squash—it's like basically—it's like Solo without the sugar. Like, I—I don't—I try not to drink full sugar stuff just because it's like it's empty calories at the end of the day, and also, pardon me, uh, it's just not good for you. So if you're hitting that, um, hitting that sugar-free stuff, Kirk's sugar-free lemon squash is absolute quality. But, you know, it was just awesome to see these kids just having fun. And they were bouncing, man. They were so keen. Like, I remember, like, running around in the rain with my mates when I was 13. Like, just sliding and playing footy. And um, it was just awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just so much fun. It, It was just the best. It was so good um and hopefully there's some better days ahead for me i think there will be but um right now i guess you know 18 19 20 21 you know sort of that transitional stage in my life i guess where you're transitioning out of being a, a child and transitioning into being an adult and you know it it is fuck like it's good and it's bad Like, remember when you're at school and you just thought to yourself, oh, God, I can't wait till I finish school and I can leave and just do whatever I want. Like, I think what everyone used to think was, like, leaving school would be like school holidays. But the crazy thing about school holidays is you can do fuck all for three weeks. But you do that, you do fuck all with the knowledge that you have something to go back to, you know, something on a consistent basis that you can go back to, and that's your full-time gig is going to school. Uh, and I guess it's just different when you leave school. But other than that, it's not a huge, not a huge thing. Um, so my quote of the week this week, because uh, we're at 17 minutes already and I have a few things to do. I have to walk my dog. I have to feed my dog. Jesus Christ, everything's going on. But my quote of the week this week is by the late, great Muhammad Ali, uh, and it is, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief and once that belief becomes a deep conviction things begin to happen so this is one of those um one of those quotes that's really similar to you know connor mcgregor's con- like he says constant repetition carries conviction and it's just one of those things like there's a huge difference between being cocky and being confident and it's like that's a cliche to say it as it is, but I think being confident is just you know it, it's doing the things that you want to do and knowing that you don't need like other people's approval to do them if that makes sense or other people's blessing or whatever like for example I as a as anyone I've never needed any. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. Like I'm fucking no better than anyone else. But what I'm saying is in anything that I've tried to do, I've never really been someone who needed a lot of positive affirmation from other people. Like I didn't really need coaches or teachers or lecturers or mates to say, Fionn, you're this, you're that, you're the next thing. It was sort of just like I told myself and um, for the longest time I didn't tell myself that. So I wasn't really getting any affirmation from anywhere but I just, I've i decided in the last couple of years, probably since year 12, that I'm going to tell myself that I can do things. And, you know, that's the today is going to be my day kind of thing. Like just telling yourself that it's going to happen and then carrying that mindset throughout the day. And I think that mindset is literally what separates the champions and the people who aren't champions or the people who aren't where they want to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, um. It's just one of those things. Like I've really focused on improving my mindset and being more confident. And I like there's literally not a situation I walk into now where I don't think that I'm going to dominate it. Um, And that's I don't mean that cocky cockily. I mean that as in like I'm confident in myself, my ability, and whatever I need to do. Um, I'm confident that I can you know speak in a coherent manner or I can perform the task at hand or I can help someone how they need to be helped, or coach, you know, do whatever the fuck it is. You know, I'm confident in myself that I can be that guy who goes into any situation and calmly executes the task. And that's because I repeat affirmations and it's led to a belief. And then right now I'm in that stage of that belief becoming a conviction and soon things are going to start happening. And I'm um, I'm certain of that and I'm proud of that. Uh, and I think God has, does anyone have, does anyone in this world have more quotes than Muhammad Ali? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so he's got them all. He's literally got them all. Like, look at even these like smart assed ones. Like I'm so fast that last night I turned off the light switch in my hotel room and I was in bed before the room was dark. (laughs) Like, who says that shit? And then this is another one. Like, I should use this for a different one, but this is a great one. A man who views the world the same at 50 as he did at 20 has has wasted 30 years of his life. He's just got so many, man. Another one I was thinking about using for today... Often it isn't the mountains ahead that wear you out; it's the little pebble in your shoe. Um, and that, I guess, that's one of those. That's something that kind of links back to our thoughts the other day about um, the small things make a big difference. Uh, your little things make the big make the big things happen. So if you can get the little things right, it all um, it all works together. But you know, I want to call it a day there. I think being on for twenty one minutes. I don't know, like, do you guys want to see guests or do you reckon it's cool just me talking by myself? Because I've got a couple of guests in mind, but it just, I guess the the way things have worked out is I'm heading into uni holidays now. So it is, I'm definitely going to have a more um, flexible schedule. So if you guys want to see guests, let me know who, uh, preferably in the Central Coast area. I'm also open to traveling to Sydney to do it. Uh, But, you know, put them in touch, put in a good word, tell them that, uh, the Phenomenal Podcast is the place to be, uh, but most of all, I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Have an awesome long weekend, so it's um, obviously, it's Wednesday for me right now. It's going to be Thursday when you're listening to it. Have a great Thursday. Have a great Friday. Have an awesome long weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Make sure you enjoy it, spend it around family, friends, uh, and I'll catch you guys next week, next Tuesday for another episode of The Phenomenal Podcast. Thanks, guys.